¿Buscas una buena paga y un equipo que apoya? ¿Estás listo para ayudar a entregar lo que realmente importa? Únete a UPS y un trabajo de temporada podría convertirse en una carrera gratificante. Ahora mismo estamos contratando trabajadores de almacén, conductores de entrega de paquetes, conductores de vehículos personales y camiones estilo trailer cerca de ti. Todas las posiciones ofrecen pago competitivo y bonos para algunas posiciones. Cambia tu vida, cambia tu mundo. Cámbiate el equipo de UPS hoy. Aplica ahora en upsjobs.com barra diagonal shift. Haz el cambio, haz una diferencia. Hello and welcome to the second episode of what is now called the Writing Wrongs and Writing Songs podcast. Um, our guest today is Lauren DJ. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, we might as well get right into it. Um, <sighs> you just released your debut single, Cherry Cola, is that correct? Um, tell me about that. I mean, I've read that people have been saying it's quite like R&B influenced. It's quite like laid back. Obviously, I've listened to it myself. Um, how did that come about? And what kind of, what would you say defines your sound? Like, what are you aiming for with the music you're making? I don't know. I feel like my sound now is so different to what it was before. I was a lot more acoustic. Um, like in uni and everything when I was probably playing songs in class and now I kind of got more into production myself and massively influenced by like John Bellion um who is he produces like all of his stuff and he uses his voice for a lot of the instruments and so instantly that like opened a jar for me because I was like right my theory is shit <laughs> I can actually uh make instruments using my mouth and just hearing what I want rather than knowing exactly the notes and everything um so that was just great for me and that's basically what I've been doing I have so many different influences and like genre influences that I guess they all just collide into what it is um I don't try to overthink it but like obviously I always overthink it <laughs> um but yeah it's just whatever comes naturally really Cool. So did you like produce some of it yourself? Did you sit down at home and like record all the parts? Or did you go into a studio? Like how did how did it come about that way? Yeah, yeah. Um so I wrote it last year, like the beginning of last year. Um, and I was really like uninspired. I hadn't written anything that I really liked. And so I went away. We had this little cottage in the seaside, which is so lucky. That's so nice. <laughs> I know I went away and like uh secluded myself for a week um and I ended up writing that and like a bunch of other songs and yeah I was like trying to really focus on like teaching myself production and figuring out whose production style I like how I could influence myself with that um a lot of like Rosalia John Bellion people like that um and yeah I think kind of being alone meant that I had to only rely on myself which was a really really good thing for me because I felt like in uni I was relying on other people so much for the production and maybe not getting the exact sound that I wanted but just kind of rolling with it um so I really enjoyed being like oh I did this and if someone says they don't like it I like it <laughs> um yeah so and then once it was kind of at a really good production stage that I was happy with the general sound of it and the structure and the arrangement. I then took it to Newman and worked with Jordan and Max, the legends themselves. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it is what it is now. I love it. That's cool. I really like the way that you 
have such an influence on it because I do think it's quite difficult sometimes working with other people and producers and the way that you try and stick to your guns but because they're coming in with so many different other ideas you're like oh but that's really cool too so it's quite hard to like stay with where you thought it was going to go originally which is sometimes a good thing because you you find something new but no I really I really rate that um how did you get into um like writing and stuff like what when did you start writing how did you get to where you are today yeah um it's like that cliche thing of like it was all I ever did as a child but it is true um I was basically in school my primary school was like massive on music and I was so lucky of that we had the best music teacher ever and he would like do steel pans and drums and guitar and everything like so massive um and he was like my idol (laughs) um and so he one time just did like guitar classes and then I was like oh I really like this but I'm not getting the full like thing of being in a class of 30 I just want to kind of learn it one-on-one so then I had guitar lessons for a couple years and then did singing lessons and eventually from guitar lessons I was like well maybe I should just try and write my own songs and like sing along um and then that's where I figured out that I really like singing and writing and it came from more of like a blues influence because that's what he was my guitar teacher but then it went a lot more into like folk and like storytelling and then from storytelling into kind of I guess what it is now which is more like R&B influenced but yeah so it was cool it was like basically guitar started me off and then transitioned all the way into songwriting and singing and yeah cool and then over the past I mean obviously we met what was it? it must have been like nearly five years ago yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so weird. Um, what have you done kind of since you graduated? Because I know it's been, what, two two years since you graduated? Three? Yeah, two, nearly three. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. Um, how, how did you get to releasing the single? Because um, obviously I, I know it's like it's so important to get what you release right. So I'm sure you've been working on this for ages, trying to get yeah. the right thing out um why like why did you end up going with that track like what is it about that song you love and like how did you get to the point where you felt like you were ready to release your like debut yeah um well it was kind of like basically I six months ago from May 1st I was talking to my parents and I was like I don't know what I'm doing I don't really have like a focus and they were like look listen you work really well to deadlines as you did in uni you really thrive with that maybe you should set yourself a deadline and I was like okay cool exactly six months from this date May 1st I will release a song (laughs) and it just ended up that that was the best way for me to just kind of let it go Mm. and it, it took away the I mean, I am such a perfectionist and that will never not be in my <laughs> my being, but it took away that kind of, oh, I have so much time. It kind of meant, no, by this date, it has to be ready. Whether it's perfect or not, it has to be ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it took literally from, I think six months started around when I started working with Jordan and Max and we were working on a bunch of other songs at the same time. So it was like nice and productive. Um, and then got into kind of working 
with a really great photographer, Viv, who took so many amazing photos and made me feel really comfortable because I'm so awkward in front of a camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like act natural, literally how. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that went really well and that gave me the confidence. And then I worked with Emily who uh, helped me make the gifts and like bring it to life and add a bit more kind of movement to everything. And then I literally shot the promo videos at home. We just got a, uh, what they called? Backdrop. <laughs> and borrowed my boyfriend's camera. And we just filmed it all like with mom's kitchen supplies and everything just in the kitchen. And I learned so much from doing it DIY, put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> there were things that I love, things that I definitely should have maybe spent a bit more on. Um, but that's just all the process. And I think picking Cherry Cola specifically was... I love the arrangement, how it came out with Jordan and Max. Um, and it was one of those songs that I couldn't stop listening to. And at that point I was like, that's really great. And I think it encompasses my style and it's a good starting point for where I want to go. Um, and yeah, I just love the visuals. I love the words cherry cola. That's like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, your, your whole release campaign was really cool like with all the videos and like tying that all in together I thought that looked really cool oh thank you yeah I loved it it was really fun um how was it releasing music obviously in lockdown which is oh. so strange because obviously yeah. that's not probably how you wanted to do it but no. how did that kind of like impact it was it good because you had more time to do things or mm -hmm. That was definitely a, a bonus was like not working five days a week and just mm -hmm. kind of having the weekends. It was suddenly like, right, I can really put all my time into this. But obviously it was then I had to make sure that everything that was collaborative in person was done. And luckily it was. Um, and then we just worked more on like the gifts and everything that we could do uh, separately. Um, but it was kind of disconnecting like the celebration part of it. Mm -hmm. Because as a first release ever, I was like, oh, great. I can, like, be with my friends and, like, de-stress and just, like, lose myself in the moment. And it was very much like I was just at home, like, just kind of trying to be excited, but also, like, so stressed out because it was just so intense. The whole feeling of it was so intense, being like, it's finally out and people can have an opinion on it. And I didn't really have a distraction because I was just at home. Whereas I would have probably loved to be like getting drunk with my friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it was good and bad. Yeah, I could focus more like on the, the lead up to, but I think on the day and the day maybe after, I would have just loved to be with my friends. But we did like a little Zoom party. So my mum like <laughs> cut out cherries and stuck it in my room so I could have like a little backdrop <laughs> for my Zoom. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. <laughs> You did get to celebrate in the end, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I did get to celebrate. It was just like very, again, disconnected, but it was yeah. nice. It was nice I mean, how's it been? Have you been writing a lot in lockdown or not much? I mean, it's a bit weird when you can't work with other people quite as easily. Yeah, I think it's weird because normally a time like this, I would probably have like had a couple song ideas and everything, but I literally, I feel like my body and my brain are under so much like subconscious stress that mm. I just can't relax. I'm, I'm really struggling to like just be inspired and be freely creative. Um, 
it comes and it goes sometimes like I'm working on older ideas but I'm not necessarily thriving like creatively with all this time which I thought maybe I would Mm. um I think it's difficult though obviously there's a lot going on in the world at the moment and it's it's so overwhelming exactly and you want to take time to like understand and kind of figure that out rather than like forcing yourself to just write for the sake of writing yeah but in in a weird way you almost feel guilty for not using all this time that you have to Mm. be creative and be the musician and everything and it's like but as soon as you take the pressure off you would probably work better so (laughs) you just gotta like allow yourself to be in the moment and feel the anxieties of day-to-day like going to the shop is an anxiety driven thing now you can't chill <laughs> um so yeah it's 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 a lot but we're humans yeah we're getting through it somehow, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> right, so do you have any other releases planned in the future yeah um i think summer is what i'm aiming for mm-hmm. um and that's one of the songs also that I wrote in the same week that I went away and kind of yeah locked myself up um so I'm excited for that I've got like started working again with Emily on like visuals and everything um but yeah I'm excited for it but it's also like it's just weird it's just weird because it's again still disconnected and you can't work on little things and everything but it is mastered it's finished oh that's exciting <laughs> yeah the biggest hurdle of all <laughs> you've finished yeah. it <laughs> isn't it just <laughs> that's really exciting anyway though um shall we go on to the weird section of this which is the agony I'm section so excited for this i literally love advice <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> When I did this with Fraser last week, afterwards he was like, oh, you just didn't give me enough context, like I wanted to say more, like... I was struggling a bit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like songwriters are just the kind of people that are like, oh, other people's personal lives, let me yeah. get involved. <laughs> so true. Um, I feel like the ones today are quite, like, deep. But, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so the first one is, the question is kind of like, how do you get past being emotionally unavailable like in a relationship and scared to open up how do you like let that go and because this i think i know the context but i think they they like this person and they want to know how to let themselves like them (laughs) tricky one that is hard isn't it Mm, i haven't been there personally um but I can imagine it's like maybe um, if you're completely kind of, I don't want to like fuck this up. (laughs) There is no such thing as bad advice, I guess. There really is. (laughs) I guess um, if it's kind of, you're scared to open up, it's probably because you've been hurt mm. um so it's kind of I wouldn't say dealing with that because that's so difficult to just kind of throw out there but it is like you kind of have to heal from the past to then open up to someone in the future but also kind of accept that they are different they are a new person yeah they are totally a separate scenario and see how it goes kind of just 
kind of have a friendship of it and then let it progress or I don't know let it be more natural take the pressure off don't worry about it being like the love of your life straight away um and then see where it goes <laughs> yeah I think that's good advice I mean I think the hardest thing is like trusting people but yeah once you can do that <laughs> yeah and that's for the person to, sh- to prove to you do you know what mm. I mean you can't um it's kind of like trust them until they give you a reason not to but it's also it is hard if you've had those issues before and, and someone's taken advantage of your trust yeah. to then be like oh this is fine um with a new person so yeah I feel the struggle <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't give better advice <laughs> no I think that's good advice totally I feel like everyone gives advice and then it's like oh god was that bad what have I done <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for like ruining you <laughs> I don't I don't think you're going to ruin anyone's life for that it's fine <laughs> um the second one I have is this is also I guess this one's kind of similar but it's like so this person is seeing someone but the person they're seeing has made it clear that they only want it to be casual but they like them and they know they'll only end up getting hurt in the long run should they like keep seeing them or stop seeing them like what do you do because you don't really want to lose that person I guess but also that's a very risky scenario. Mm. So, so the person that they like has said that they want to keep it casual. Yeah. Okay, but this person doesn't want to. Not necessarily. I mm. think they're open to it, but also I think their feelings are probably beyond what is like yeah. beyond casual. Uh yeah. I think from like experience and like other people that I know that never really works out yeah it's all a bit imbalanced you know someone you can say I've even done it you know you can say oh yeah I'm fine like I'm casual too but if you know deep down you really like them you you're almost setting yourself up to get hurt um because they've already said and so you can't be surprised if they if if they don't want a relationship in the future yeah that's that's the harsh truth isn't it yeah I'm sorry oh was that harsh (laughs) no I think think that's good though because I think a lot of the time you can kind of convince yourself that it's it's gonna be okay and maybe they'll change their mind but they probably won't I've just I've been there (laughs) giving my past self the advice of like just don't bother it's literally if it is the same kind of scenario that they are definitely not open to a potential relationship in the future and they the other person is definitely not open to it being casual then it's just it's not gonna work out I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no I I agree with that but also I think it's incredibly hard to to stop yes someone if you like them so yeah. that's the hardest bit is like just accepting that you really like them but ugh, it doesn't I mean really... maybe in a few years time yeah yeah situational it might be that keeps happening to me people keep like not that but like (laughs) someone I I dated like two years ago slid into my messages the other day to apologize for being a bad person it was so deep that is so weird (laughs) I was like I don't know what to do like do I accept the apology do I do I not so just literally out of nowhere out of nowhere was like 
sorry that I was horrible to you two years ago. I guess in a way that's nice. Yeah, I think you meant it in the best best way. Yeah, but it's, it's also fine now. That is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like lockdown's doing weird things to people. Yeah, people are really just kind of reminiscing and. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, that's that's all I've got for agony art questions. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how are you? Um, how are you, how is your writing going? in all of this as well are you feeling the same as me <laughs> um I guess pretty similar it's like very much it comes and goes mm. I feel like for a long period of time I didn't really write much I don't know I feel like when you're not doing anything it's really hard to motivate yourself to write things and if you don't leave the house or if you only leave the house to go to the supermarket it's like what am I gonna write about like what I bought in my shop <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so influenced by what I'm doing um but no I've been writing a bit more recently since I've been going out a bit more I've been trying to demo loads as well just to see what comes out try out new things like as you said with production techniques just like try out different things see what works yeah it's so freeing when you can just kind of hear what you want and do it yeah like that's something I struggle with a lot I think it's like when you hear something in your head you know how you want it to sound but you don't know how to get it down and no one else can like read your thoughts so you try and explain it and they'll be like okay and then they try and do it and you're like oh it's not right yeah you're just using weird words like oh just a bit more like tingy or like like, yeah I always struggle with like drum beats and everything because Mm. I can my head but I can't play it I have to like sit and like drum it out because I I can sort of play the drums so I have to like drum it out and then try and break down what what each bit is doing and then put it in and then like midi drums are fun but hard I know seriously Mm. (laughs) um do you have anything you'd like to add to the end of this you know any words of wisdom um I think everything is very crazy right now and I hope everyone is staying safe and staying calm um, and learning, educate yourself, Mm. yeah, kind of take all this time that we have now if you're not working to really be educated on what's happening um, even if it's in different countries (laughs) you'll make a big difference yeah (laughs) totally agree with that I think that's a good message it's a great time to take time to educate yourself on all sorts of issues just have conversations and be open-minded if you're not already you know it will make a big big difference lovely that's such a nice sentiment to end on I feel (laughs) um thank you so much for coming on it's been lovely to chat to you oh it's been so nice thank you for having me uh look forward to your next release yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) okay i look forward to hearing your music oh thank you hopefully one day soon i remember it from uni it was like so 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 good anyway (laughs) 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 no literally (laughs) okay goodbye thank you for listening
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.